As we start to look at the season, obviously it's a, a, a you know, very exciting time for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, you know, when we reflect back on the offseason, there were uh, certainly some things we were hoping to do that we weren't able to accomplish. But, you know, our number one goal was to obviously add a catcher. We were fortunate enough to do that. Um, and then uh, a lot of things sort of unfolded or transpired that necessarily didn't break the way we had hoped. But, you know, net-net, as we start to look at, at Jupiter and, and starting to really think about the 2023 season, we, we really are excited about what we have. Um, we know this was a talented team. And uh, when you look at our roster and, and sort of wonder, like, well, what could you have augmented or what should you have augmented or how should we have thought about that, you know, I, I, I really sort of, We'll have everybody circle back to when you think about performance and, and how people played or if they were injured. You know, the, the key for the St. Louis Cardinals as you think about 2023 is really going to be who, who, who are we? And, and what I mean by that is, is what is Tyler O'Neill? What is Dylan Carlson? You know, what are we going to get out of Jack Flaherty? And if these guys perform to the expectations that we believe they're capable of, we think we're going to be a, a very talented and competitive and compelling team to watch. So, um, you know, these are these are the the bets we made, um, but we're certainly excited about the group we have. Um, obviously, we know we we have a great core when you think about Goldie and Nolan, but it's it's really what's around that. And you know, I think you also can when you think about that roster, there are emerging stars coming and. Um, and that's not even really to start to dig into what we think we have at the minor league system or at the prospect level. But when you look at that prospect group, there are some younger players that are starting to put themselves on that major league radar. When you think about somebody like a Jordan Walker and what his impact might be, or Graceffo, McGreevy, to name a few. And so that's really what's going to go into to how we think about the 23 season unfolding. And so... Um, you guys might not share my same enthusiasm or optimism for this season, but I, I, I promise you it's, it's going to be a fun team to watch and, and one that's going to be very competitive. So, who wants to lead us off this year? I was going to go to I was going to go sports or sports writer of the year, but I, I just that's okay. You don't have one, do you? Okay, you go first. You should go first. Well, I think uh, we were in some negotiations that uh, obviously uh, when you think about negotiations, right, the proxy to when you get something where you win is um, you're probably the highest bidder or you were more attractive or, or something. I do think like like one of the things we were looking for was, was a, a left-handed bat, a veteran bat, um, but I don't think we were a very compelling team to come to because when you, when you look at our roster, there is competition for who that might be. And I think some people just – did not find that all that interesting. And, and so, you know, typically in negotiations, it really comes down to sort of money and years, but there's also that factor of, of, you know, how do I fit in as that player? And so I think we were having a hard time really convincing that this was, you know, an impactful type role given the competition we have. So there were things like that. And obviously we were, you know, kicking the tires on a few other things to, to, to say the least. But, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people had us like connected to the shortstop market, the starting pitching market. And, and candidly, we really weren't all that active in that. Now, that might be a strategic mistake. And, you know, in hindsight, 
six months from now or a year from now, we can look back at that and say, okay, we probably should have. Or, you know, our hope is is that we are right, and, and it won't be something that um, we regret. But, you know, I feel like the effort and what we put into the, the offseason was real. Um, I can promise you it was, uh, you know, it was a very busy one in the sense of, of effort, but, you know, the, the return is what it is. But, again, not overly concerned about it because I really think we have a good club and we have a lot of talent on this team and a lot of te- talent coming. All right, Johnny. Last Saturday, <laughs> um, yeah. I, look, I, I I've known Matt a long time, and you know have the utmost respect for him. You, you know, when you find out someone is, is is stepping down from your coaching staff in the second week of January, you know, candidly, it's not ideal. But um, you know, I came in my office last Sunday. I went through you know, lack of a a modern phrase, the Rolodex, to try to figure out, like, you know, what possibly could we do? Um, so what we did was we explored, like, potential internal moves or promotions, um, what that might do and a domino effect if you, if you did that. And then we also were just trying to explore what um, outside options we'd have. And and so, you know, I think we were very fortunate to, to end up where we did. Um, Joe McEwing is, is someone that has experience. He has history with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, anybody that, that knows him or has been around him, you know, he, he really does sort of exemplify everything the Cardinals stand for. And, you know, if you think back to his early career, he's definitely somebody that was a, a Kissel disciple. You know, he, so he learned from that sort of traditional group um, of people that we, we do try to surround ourselves with. So, um, you know, net net, I, I really feel like we're we're thrilled that we could end up with Joe, given the short notice and, and the fact that, you know, look, three and a half weeks we're down in Jupiter. So, um, you know, beggars can't be choosers. But I can tell you that, as far as it is coming out on the positive side of this, I think we did. I, mean, I think the simple thing there is 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 to see that power, see that consistency, right? When you're a middle of the order hitter, are you contributing as a middle of the order type of bat, right? And so, you know, taking injuries aside, and we think back to to two years ago and the season he had, he was able to put the St. Louis Cardinals on his back from time to time and carry us. When you have two players like Goldie and Nolan, you have to support that with other players, and I and I do feel like. You know, the emergence of, of Lars, for example, right? You know, he's someone that might turn into that as well. But in the meantime, we've also had the time to watch somebody like Dylan Carlson or Tyler O'Neill. And I will say, going into this year, expectations are high. But, you know, the key is obviously being healthy. And when you're looking from just a pure productivity standpoint, it's it's power, it's, it's being able to hit doubles, and it's, uh, you know, try to mitigate your strikeouts. But if the trade-off is an increase in power, that might be a fair trade-off right now. Well, when you talk about veteran left-handed bats that might be available, there are similar players that you brought in last spring that are still available in the free agent market. Are you all at a point now where you feel like what you have internally maybe is better than what remains on the market in that area? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, obviously, you, you never you never say you're done in this game because 
Um, you know, I've been doing this a long time. You can always spend money, right? There's 12 months in a, in a year, and uh, if, you, if you really think about it, there's almost like every one, single one of those months, you can spend money and, and try to do something. So, you know, I think as, as we look at this, I, I mean, obviously, it's an important weekend for us. We get a big health update on all our players. We get a status check on where we are, and it's a face-to-face. -face. It's not over the phone. It's not a Zoom, so it's, it's pretty meaningful. And if something comes out of this weekend where we don't feel like we need where we need to be, then we still have three weeks to address it. Or obviously, in spring training, you can always make a trade. Is there a way that anything popped Actually, I don't think anybody's been seen because we. I just walked through the training room, but um, their first client I think is at uh, ten forty-five, and uh, but I told them I don't even want to talk to them. So <laughs> there's that. Um, you know, historically, we never rule out adding bullpen help at, at any time of year, right? So I would say that that we would be open to that, and we would, uh, you know, we'll still continue to explore that market. I do sort of, I, I mean, we really haven't touched on our bullpen or, or like, you know, pitching specific so far today, but like, I really like our depth. I mean, like, you know, there's guys that give you a lot of flexibility, and when you think about flexibility when you're building a bullpen, I always think about it in, in sort of um, maybe three-pronged, right? The ability to use somebody for an inning or more, right? That gives you flexibility in a person or a pitcher. The ability to um, option a player. Um, and the ability to have a pitcher that can actually start a game versus go to the bullpen. And when you look at the names and, and the faces in that group, there are a lot of guys that, that can actually check all three of those boxes. And um, so from that standpoint, we're, we're really excited about what we have down there. Yeah, I think that's a fair question, the WBC. Um, you, you know, the, the baseball as a whole, so thinking, thinking you know, globally of, of MLB, like our, our, our approach to this is we are all advocates for getting this off the ground, keeping it going, building some momentum so it's an impactful tournament. Um, I think most people that sit in my seat would tell you it, it is, uh, it's tougher to manage. Um, but, you know, the way I'm looking at, at 2023 is, is more with that opportunistic hat on. And what I mean by that is when you think about, obviously, a lot of your key players not being there, what does that mean? That means somebody else is going to have to play, right? And when we have this emerging group of young talent, they're going to get a lot of playing time in spring training. So if you're the type of person that likes watching young up-and-coming prospects, this camp's going to be for you. Um, and it's going to be a fun one because, you know, obviously Ollie and his staff are going to push these guys. We're going to see what we have. And, um, you know, as, as I always say, you know, one man's loss is another man's gain. So that's opportunity for someone else. Well, it was, uh, it was in this room where you kind of set the stage for the offseason there after, after the season had ended in terms of the rules change all up. In the end, how's the rest of the cast? But as far as, like, new additions, Well, let's start with the question, will payroll go up, sure. right? And I answered yes. Has payroll gone up? Yes. Okay. Now, did it go up as high as your guys' expectations? Or fans. Fans? That's 
the eyes of beholder, right? Like, like it doesn't mean that, that we weren't looking to invest in other things. We already touched on that, like some of the areas we did. Now, unfortunately, we didn't achieve that. But from the simple question, did payroll go up? Payroll has gone up. Do we have bandwidth to still add to this club throughout the year? Yes, we do. Um, is the market something that 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 had a, um, an adverse effect to possibly us spending? The answer is of course, right? Um, you know, there's there's the way we operate is we're going to invest in what we think are smart investments, prudent, but also investments that we we understand that that could have a backside negativity or loss. Having said that you're still not going to just do something just to do something. And you're not going to just spend the spend. As I said earlier, you can always spend. And so I would say to our fans, look, we, we, we like our team. Like, if, if we didn't like our team, we'd be making adjustments to our team because that's how we do things here. But um, resources that are available today and resources moving forward are definitely more than what they were in 2021, 2020, and 2019. Well, it's, it's not a, a pass-fail, uh, Derek. It's, it's, it's understanding, like, the, the value of what you're paying for, right? Simply put, you, you either produce runs or you prevent runs. And you can reverse engineer on the market what you should be paying for those based on what your payroll is or your revenues are at, relative to market. Has the market moved? Yes. So do we need to change the uh, denominator sometime? Perhaps. And, you know, that's something we're looking at. But that doesn't mean you're going to simply make a decision just to appease something that we didn't really believe was going to marginally or, or I should say incrementally change our club or make ourselves better. Um, obviously, there's sort of two hats you wear when you're in this decision mode. There's the short view, meaning how's it going to affect our club today versus what some of these implications might look like in the long view. And having said that, I do think the long view is something that we have to take a harder look at because clearly when you look at what was spent this offseason in those markets, you know, things are changing. Well, you touched a lot on the free agent market. Was there anything about your explorations of the trade market that surprised you this offseason as a staff? Uh, I, think, I, th I think, you know, overall, I think the trade market was relatively slow, um, which I think, you know, for the most part, I think what you're doing or what you're seeing is, that, you know, teams are trying to remain competitive. And... And so maybe teams that in the past might have been more apt to trade or break their club up, um, you saw less, less teams participating in that. But having said that, like, yeah, we were kicking the tires on a bunch of trades. I mean, like, we can all, you know, hark back to winter meetings. I mean, it was pretty well documented what we were trying to do. And uh, when we realized we weren't going to accomplish that, we pivoted pretty quick and went to the free agent market. Yeah, I don't recall us like having like a deep conversation of starting pitching. Like, like for example, like there there were some things we we discussed where obviously there were some pitchers on the market that we think would have been impactful, and if you added them to our rotation, would have been 
a difference maker. Um, you know, unfortunately, we were not able to sign one of them. But overall, when you look at our, our rotation right now, we're pretty excited about it. And, and I also, as I, as I said earlier, there are some young guys in that bullpen that also started last year. I mean, if you think about a guy like a Palante, Libertor, and others that are hoping Woodford or hoping, you know, maybe to get that opportunity. But right now we're six deep with probably four or five other pitchers trying to compete for innings. And, you know, a name we, we obviously didn't speak a whole lot about last year and, and for, for reasons of injuries and, and so forth was, you know, Verhagen. And he's somebody that, like, is expecting to come into camp, get innings, and compete. Um, you know, he feels healthy this year. I, I don't think he ever felt 100% when he came into camp last year. And I think it's similarly with somebody like a Steven Matz, right? Like, I think, like, last year was such an odd year with the labor situation, what guys were doing to prep for when that camp finally did open. I think, you know, and then it was that, that real rush to get ready for, for, for the season. I'm not sure everybody was able to do it at the, their own proper pace. So, you know, th there are guys that, that I do think when you think about what happened last year to what we're hoping to see this year, there should be a change in their trajectory.